Uh-oh, here it comes. <laughs> oh, starving to death. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's about to start howling. Uh-oh. Oh, your stomach. It's so cold. It's not that cold. It's so cold. We're in the terror. <laughs> We're going to have to start eating roommates. Nope. I ordered pizza. It's okay. Oh, you did? Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. They're not open yet, though, so... Oh, that's cool. It doesn't get here until like 1230. Oh, yeah. We can like watch football and eat pizza. That's nice. Yeah. That's way better than the terror. <laughs> that's way better than eating your roommates. <laughs> they're, so, they're so wily. I'd rather have pizza. Hard to catch and cook and so easy to mess up. You have to like, you know. Store. Field dress them and the right. police ask questions. And like our freezer's full, so there's nowhere to oh put them. Oh, my gosh. Our freezer's always so full. <laughs> it's this that fridge is just too tiny. It's so small. Like, there are five rooms. Why is it tiny? Yeah, right. Because even even if uh, you're not all adults, like, you, you got kids, presumably. Right. Some other people are probably living in these rooms. <laughs> and the space around the fridge looks like it has room for a bigger, the, like, There thing. are inches on all sides. Uh, <laughs> it's true. Oh, man. Anyway. Anyway, hello. Welcome. Hysterical History. I'm Alexis. And I'm Haley. <laughs> and uh, we are done complaining about our house. <laughs> and so now we're going to talk about other stuff that's history related. Mm-hmm. Complaining about house is history. I have to tell you uh, the journey of how I got to this topic. Yeah, Alexis has given, so, given me eyes. The other day, waggling eyebrows. We we recorded, and I mentioned to you. I think in the Nixon episode, um, that Jackson had giant cheese. Oh yeah, I heard a rumor. Giant wheels of about cheese. a giant cheese that Jackson had. <laughs> yeah. I looked in our email uh-huh. and in our suggestions for topics because uh-huh. I feel like somebody's mentioned it before. Yeah, but I could not find it. So it might have been on Facebook. So I didn't look there. But it's harder to search on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So if you suggested that topic and I'm not mentioning it, I'm sorry. Please email us and then I'll add in your credit maybe. <laughs> or we'll point it out later. Yeah. I probably won't edit it in. Sorry. Unless you do it fast enough. But mm-hmm. probably, like, I mean, it'll be already be up. How so. will they know? Never mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll give you credit later. <laughs> How would they know? How would they know? <laughs> they could just sense it. They know. <laughs> But uh, if you know, you know. But then I started. But I so I've had that in my mind for a while. But then I was like, you know, it's too short to go with anything else. It's not a long story. Mm-hmm. It's just stupid. And so then I was like, I'll just have to find something else to put with it, and then I'll do that later. You know, do like a combo. And then I was listening to this podcast called American Elections Wicked Game, mm-hmm. where every week they're going through every. Ele- presidential election in American history, mm-hmm. uh, which is really good. It's it's so funny because we always talk about how we never listen to history podcasts. And I'm like, I mean, it's more of like a political podcast probably. Yeah. Than it, but it also I'm interested, you know. And I don't know a lot about certain presidents. So I'm like, please talk to me about them. Um, yeah, it's really good. It's good. But uh, in that, I think in the second Jefferson episode – where he's running for president, like where he's in the incumbent. Um, they mentioned he got a present, and it was a giant wheel of cheese. <laughs> and then I was like, what? Because I was like, I thought Jackson had the cheese. And I looked it up, and both of them were given giant wheels of cheese. It's very generous. And then I was like, 
how many presidents have had the cheese, you mm-hmm. know? Because now I'm like, maybe my episode's just presidents get cheese, and it's a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, from my Googling, only two. They're the biggest <laughs> cheese. Apparently only two. But it gave me an idea where I was like, I bet some presidents have received some weird-ass gifts. Oh, good. <laughs> so that's what we're going to talk about now. So... Normal-ish gifts uh-huh. are like in 1880, Queen Victoria gives Rutherford B. Hayes a really pretty desk. Sure. Beautiful. It's carved out of timber from a British ship, Her Majesty uh, ship Resolute, mm-hmm. which apparently we helped them find or something. It sunk. I don't know. Oh. So it was like, cool. thanks for your help, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she gave us this beautiful desk. Yeah. And like, it's currently like in the Oval Office. Like mm-hmm. presidents use it and they take pictures with it because it's gorgeous. Yeah, I was going to ask him like, is that the desk? Oh, it's the desk, girl. Cool. I'm pretty sure. Nice. And so, uh, yeah, like that's a normal. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> average regular gift. People, like other world leaders give gifts that are like, Oh, it's, like, expensive and, yeah. like, meaningful yeah. and, like, only my country could do this. Yeah. And, like, it's, like, mm, look, kind of showing off. Right. And, like, this wow, our meaningful friendship. And luckily for the presents we're going to talk about, um, most of these, they're not allowed to accept these gifts. And so they just go into the National Archives. Yeah. Also, as a, as a teaser and also so you know, I there were so many of these that were funny to me that I— now have created two episodes for this. So this one mm. is um, non-living things. <laughs> There's going to be a separate one for yeah. living things because <laughs> there were so many we that should, I was like. We should save one for December for like Christmas time. I mean, we can. I yeah. have I have a script almost ready to go and we can just record it whenever. We're but, so close. Uh, but yeah. Gift. <laughs> it's presents. Don't give a live gift for Christmas. (laughs) Especially not most of these ones. Um, But anyway, so this is the non-alive funny gifts that I have heard about. Oh, no. And, uh, like, I'm already imagining, like, here's a baby tiger. (laughs) I mean, some of them are worse, so. Worse. Yeah. But anyway. Here's a small hippo. (laughs) Here's a pickle. A pickle? I mean, it used to be alive. I mean, currently alive. Oh, here's Mm -hmm. a cucumber (laughs) from the vine. Delicious. Delicious. Um, I want to give a shout out to Mental Floss for helping me with this. They had a couple articles about the strange gifts and one specifically about Jackson's cheese. Um, And that's Ethan Trex and Scott Allen from Mental Floss. Thanks, boys. As well as Robbie Grammer from Foreign Policy. Lauren Kahn from Reader's Digest, and Julie Blower at Cracked. First one is this guy, S. Nabi Ahmed Rizvi, mm-hmm. uh, is Pakistani, and he gives, uh, he sends a gift to Nixon. Good old Nixon. Like, who? who is he? I don't know. He's, he's just from like, Pakistan. He's just a random guy on the street. Sure. You can do that? You can just send presidents things? In, like, the 70s, I guess. What? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think he sends, Haley? To, like, tell Nixon how cool he is and how much uh, he likes him. Well, it's I completely forgot, like, what the whole thing was with checkers. <laughs> what? But it couldn't be checkers it's because not. it's not living. Uh, it's an art medium. He sent him the entire concept of watercolor. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> the entire concept of oil. It's a type of art. Um, the entire concept <laughs> no. of sculpture. It's a rice grain portrait. Okay. So he, he painted him on rice and then sent it to him. White on rice. Two pieces of rice. Two pieces? And he sent him a magnifying glass so he oh, can see it. That's cool. <laughs> it comes in this like beautiful blue velvet box. And yeah, it's two snapshots of himself, so like pictures of him on rice. Part of me is like, why did you need two? I don't know. If you're that good, just send one. Maybe there were two options that were so good and he couldn't choose, and he was like, just send both. I feel like the effect is a little bit worse if you send two grains of rice. (laughs) One is a portrait of Nixon as president, Mm -hmm. and the other is a portrait of him in the Navy when he's younger. So maybe that's why. They have different images. Okay. And I'm sure Nixon was like, thank you, I guess. I don't. Thanks. I don't get this. Going in the garbage. I don't know what this is. But, like, the box that they describe it in sounds, like, (laughs) just as fancy, if not fancier, than, like, Napoleon's penis box. So I'm like... (laughs) That's the... That's the... Good um, for you. (laughs) That's how we measure fancy. Yeah. Is, like, okay, but, like, is it as fancy as the box where you put the penis of an emperor? Mm -hmm. And this sounds fancier to me. So I'm like, good for you. Fancier. I'm imagine at some point I'm already imagining it. Is there's a trash chute in the Oval <laughs> Office and it goes right to the National Archives? <laughs> Basically, probably. <laughs> um, this one though ends up being displayed as part of the National Portrait Galleries to the President Folk Portraits by the People exhibit. So he got in a museum for this. Wow. Good job, buddy. I want to get in a museum for rice painting. Uh, you could, maybe. I mean, I'm not that good. Probably, yeah. But, you know, if you just send it to the president, it might work. Ooh. I don't think. <laughs> but I think you should wait. I don't think he'd appreciate <laughs> yeah. what I do. I think you'd probably want to wait a few yeah. years, maybe. <laughs> See what happens. So Lincoln is given some fancy clothes. Oh, yeah. He's given a butt ton of stuff. Obviously. Sure. I would assume the more liked you are as a president, probably the more gifts you get, generally. Because you're getting gifts not only from the people, like from foreign dignitaries, but also the people. Mm Mm-hmm. So and yeah. the, and the older you are, because then the more likely they are to let you take the gifts. Mm-hmm. Because nowadays there's like very strict rules about what you can and cannot accept as yeah. gifts. Obviously, um, but back in the day, it's just like whatever. Yeah, they didn't, wild, wild west. Pew pew. They hadn't come up with the rules yet. No. Although, uh, what was the gift that made them come up with the rules? <laughs> Probably just money. They're like, here's a lot of cash. Yeah. And they're like, wink, thanks. Wink. Th- no. 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 You, no. You cannot. Do but then that. who does that go to? <laughs> the National Archive. <laughs> it's just a briefcase of money. <laughs> just at the down museum. The, <laughs> they just get a whole bunch of cash. And then they're like, I don't know, we lost it. Oh, oh that's how they get grants. Yeah. <laughs> people <laughs> when people send money. <laughs> people donate money to other people oh, and the archives no. gets money. Yeah. Uh, so Lincoln's donated a lot of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. he gets a lot of uh, liquor and wine. Oh, yeah. Um, but he donates it all to the military hospitals. Um, that's nice. He's a good boy. Yeah. He's and, like, you're uh, going to need this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's before or after mm-hmm. uh, Civil War, but <laughs> regardless, you're going to need you're it. You're going to need it. But he also gets a whole bunch of other stuff, including these, like, fancy clothes. And mm-hmm. I specifically needed to include this because of a quote he says about it. And because of this beautiful suit that is donated to him, 
that he's inaugurated in is donated by Titsworth and Brothers of Chicago. <laughs> and others. And, and other, brothers. And other people. Titsworth and Brothers. That's yeah. the name of the company. Like, why couldn't you have named it after one of the others? Why did you have to yeah. go with Titsman McGee? <laughs> Tittington. Um, <laughs> Mr. Boobsworth. <laughs> the fourth. Um <laughs> And according to a Lincoln scholar, Harold Holzer, um, he's reported to have said to his wife, there's one thing to come out of this scrape anyhow. We are going to have some new clothes. And I'm like, are you talking about, what? Are you, what's the scrape? Is, this, is it the it war? Said, or? Well, it, it said he got inaugurated in it, so I yeah. think he means the election. But yeah, at first I was like, are you talking about the Civil War and describing <laughs> it as a scrape? And you're like, yay, but I got clothes. Because that seems very tone deaf and like unlike you. Too soon. Ooh. But I'm pretty sure it's just the election. <laughs> yeah. Which I would describe almost every election as a scrape. So yes. At least a scrape. At least a scrape. Speaking of portraits previously, Mm -hmm. um, you know who else got portraitized? Like all of them? I'm sure lots of them. Yeah. Um, But specifically, I'm talking about the Clintons. Mm Because it wasn't just Bill that did both of them. (laughs) They did. They did. Bill and Hillary. Yeah. Together. Comboed. Both of them. I have a picture for you of it. Together. And I've got a picture of it. Is it a Ringo? I don't. What? Ringo Starr. No. He does. Paintings. He shouldn't. And they're amazing. Oh, I think I've seen them. They're amazing. They're like bad. They're so good. Yeah. And they sell for so much money. And they're just not. Oh, my. They no. look like something a child would make in MS Paint. Okay, I can't move the pewter because it'll mess up the recording. So you're just going to have to look yeah, I'll as well look. as you I'll can. Look. Oh, that's the wrong one. Don't look at that one. Uh-oh. <laughs> I just saw a beard. Look at this one. I'll make it big. Oh. It's very. They look like Eastern Orthodox icons. <laughs> they do, because it's on a rug. <laughs> so the president of Azerbaijan, of course, um, wants to give them a representation of Aber- Azerbaijani mm-hmm. craftsmanship, mm-hmm. and they make rugs. They do rugs. So he's like, we. He got this renowned carpet portrait artist. Named Camille Aliyev, um, and he's like gonna do the first couple now. I mean, it's very good. I mean, it's impressive, although it's very creepy looking. It's. I knew it was them. I'm like, yeah, it does look like them. That's pretty good for a rug. Um, Knowing it's a rug too is more impressive. He features them inside of a heart shaped medallion. This was the first double portraiture he'd ever done mm. on a rug. Whoa. So, hi. Um. And he was pretty famous uh, for doing this, and they gave it to a lot of world leaders, their face on a rug. <laughs> but they were like, you're extra important because there's two faces. You're yeah, welcome. That's cool. Um, on the Cracked article I read, they said, seriously, this has happened more than once. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I mean, if it's your thing. But, like, ha- the question is, like, they give it to you, and then you're like, thank you. But it's like the weird thing when, like, you're, you know— popular at something, yeah. and then people send you a whole bunch of art of your face, and then you're like, what do I do with this? Because, like, <laughs> you put it, it down like, the chute. It feels like if you put it on the walls that you're like, look how great I am. Like, you're bragging about yeah. yourself, but, yeah. like, you want to appreciate it. And so then you're like, what? And especially a rug. <laughs> and then people are just going to be stepping on your face all the time. I, I guess it's like uh, like presidents just have a little fan art corner. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the National Archives. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, for me, it's different if it's if it's art versus if it's like a, a photograph, right? Or I like even just if depending on what kind of photograph it is. Yeah, like if like Anne Leibovitz did a portrait of me, I'd be of like, course. that's going up, of course. But if it's just like you know the standard presidential portrait they do, like mm-hmm. you know for your presidential yearbook as yeah. soon as you get it. <laughs> presidential yearbook. That they put in all the history books. Like, yeah. that doesn't need to go up on every wall. Unless you're some presidents and you just really <laughs> love looking at yourself. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, but anyway, so Aliyev designs this carpet. Um, he dyes the yarn and he has a 12-year-old girl employed to help complete it. Or 12-year-old girls, presumably, multiple. Yeah. you got to uh, get those, weeks. those little fingers. Yeah, the little little girls can do it better. <laughs> Classical, like, weaving tip. I'm sure they were paid really good. Mm-hmm. They have mm. been since antiquity. Yep. Yes. And so uh, he gave this to the Clintons in August uh, 1997. Hayard Aliyev. He's the president. Mm-hmm. Um, the president. And they said the... The uh, reason for the shape, because they put them in a heart shape, essentially, uh, he said, I wanted to convey their lives as one beating heart. Mm. And everybody's like, mm, the irony of mm. doing that for these two, this first couple. Mm. There's so many you could do with that. It'd be like, of course. Mm. Mm. Maybe not those ones. One beating heart. One beat. They're so together. Two Two chambers. Yep. Of one heart. Blood going in completely different directions. Yep. Goodbye. (laughs) Not involved at all. And yet, it runs one body. (laughs) Maybe they were right after all. Maybe. (laughs) Perhaps. I don't think that's what they meant, though. (laughs) Uh, So our next one's Harry Truman, and Mm -hmm. he's given a bowling alley. I mean, that's pretty dope. And at first I thought I was like... This doesn't count as a gift because I thought he just like built one. He's like, it's my birthday present to me, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't count as a presidential gift. You yeah, know? that counts as a normal gift mm-hmm. for like your birthday. You give yourself something, yeah. but like, I want things other people gave you. But apparently, other people did give it to him. Mm. They were like, hey, buddy, you want a bowling alley? Because we can build you one. And uh, like in the White House. Yeah, that's the White House bowling. alley. The White alley. House bowling alley. Yeah. And not anymore, but yeah. Um, so they built him a two-lane bowling alley Whoa. in 1947 Wow! Uh, as a gift. But uh, apparently he hadn't bowled since he was 19 years old. <laughs> and <laughs> so he, he goes and, like, does a shot. There's a picture of him bowling, you know, for the article. Just people for wrote the about cameras, yep. yeah. Which was paid for by the donors from Truman's home state of Missouri. Mm-hmm. They donated that to him. And... Uh, he says he's more of a poker player, which I was yeah. like, is that, are those mutually exclusive? You can't bowl if you like poker? But it, really. Uh, it's like, you know, <laughs> your friends who knew you when you were young are like, yeah. I, I remember he really liked bowling. Yeah. He's a bowling man. And you're like, I haven't bowled in 30 years. I haven't but... bowled in like like 40 years. Yeah, but okay. Friend. A million years. <laughs> but it's such a weird comparison to me. That he's like, I prefer poker. Like, 
that's not even a, like, I mean, it's a technically a sport, but, like, <laughs> it's not even a physical sport, you know? If he had been like, I'm more of a golfer, yeah. I would be like, that makes more sense to me than him being like, I'm more of a poker player than a bowler. I'm mm-hmm. like, bowling also requires so little physical effort. Yeah. And you have to, so much of it is waiting. I guess maybe not if you're alone at your house. Not when you're the president. <laughs> but still. I just think that's also rude to say when they gave this to you. And you're like, nah, I like poker better than bowling. Yeah, like, don't say don't it. Don't be rude. Just be like, thank Thank you, yep. you jerk. Just say thanks. He doesn't know how. When people give you a gift, when people give you a bowling alley, say thank you. Say thank you. Remember to say thank you. And don't say, I like poker better. I mean, I wish it was poker. I wish you, if you bought me a poker table. It's like, no, we built you freaking bowling alley, jerk. Um, that's that's how you know people are rich, like in uh, like the Richie Rich movie. <laughs> yeah. He's got a bowling alley in his house. It's yep. amazing. So I'm like, you should just be grateful. But, like, Truman's staff is obsessed with it, and they make a bowling league. Ooh. And I'm like, that's the cutest effing crap I've ever heard. That's so So it doesn't cute. matter if you don't like it, because then all your staff gets to bowl. That's so cute. Right? I love that. Precious. Secret bowling league. <laughs> Their little presidential uh, bowling league. Yeah. It's awesome. But I said uh, it's not—there is still a bowling alley— like two-lane bowling alley at the White House, but this isn't it because they turned it into a copy room in 1955. Wow. They built it in 47. They did not wait long. No. It's so rude. They did not wait. (laughs) It's so mean. How dare they? But I love that because it means they got rid of it immediately and then Mm. later were like, Mm, we I need, miss bowling. I I wish we had bowling again. Uh, see, and, and in 1969, the Nixons built one mm. because they wanted to bowl. Yeah. And they were like, what happened? Truman <laughs> effed it up. What happened? <laughs> Why would you do this? Truman made so many mistakes. <laughs> this isn't the America I know and love. <laughs> I don't want to live in this America if we can't have bowling. Build a new one. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, the Nixons. <laughs> Great use of government funds. But yeah, so and then now presidents use it, you know, however much they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure some of them a lot. I'm sure some of them never been in that room. Some of them prefer other things. Poker. Yeah, um, golfing. So Obama goes to Australia, mm-hmm. and uh, I love, I love. That's my favorite young adult book. <laughs> Obama goes to Australia. The Obamas go to Australia. <laughs> yeah. It's my favorite like decom movie adaptation. Yeah. of my favorite book. They go there, and he's given a gift, which is. Uh, in, in, they're in there in 2011, and he's given crocodile insurance. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that if he gets hurt by crocodiles, you know, badly enough, that they'll give <laughs> Michelle Obama uh, 50000 Australian dollars. I mean, uh, how good is the Australian dollar? Don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seems pretty low, honestly, especially for insurance for the like, president. When you, yeah, for when like <laughs> you presume it won't happen. On the other hand, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they didn't they didn't build this insurance with presidents in mind. Yeah, not really. They're like, just don't, <laughs> just don't. I have a. You, I have sh- a... you shouldn't be here. <laughs> no, go home. Whenever pe- important people come here that aren't from here, they get like shot. Yeah. And, like, eaten. Yeah. You shouldn't be here. Don't be here. My dude, you gotta go. <laughs> go home. You gotta... Um, I, maybe, and maybe that was, like, a warning. They're like, <laughs> here's the gift, and he's supposed to be like, bye, and go home. He did not. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. You gotta go. Uh, but I have a quote that says, presumably his phalanx of heavily armed Secret Service agents could take out Crocs before they got to him, but thanks for that, too. Like, that's good. 
uh, you know, they've just a whole bunch of them pointed <laughs> at the water. I'm just imagining all of them on the edges of the boats, guns in the water, like pointed at the water, <laughs> pew, 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 and pew, they're just pew. looking constantly everywhere. Yeah, and the, anything that moves, they shoot at in the water. <laughs> pew pew, and they're like, oh, "That was a rare animal." It's like, well, shouldn't have got so close to the president. Shouldn't have gotten the president. That's that's your fault. I mean. Huh? Every person who touches the president is one of a kind, but we will shoot them. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone. We will shoot you're them. You're not allowed to unless you're Michelle or one of the kids. <laughs> yeah. Or it's a handshake from a dignitary. Yeah. Um, and he offers first. Yep. Let yeah. If he offers, it's fine. Mutual, consensual touching, that's yep, fine. That's Otherwise, fine. you will be shot. <laughs> Otherwise, goodbye. Uh, and I have a quote from him that says, I have to admit, when we reformed health care in America, crocodile insurance is one thing we left out. <laughs> yeah, we don't really have them. Um... <laughs> I actually Googled it because I was talking to somebody about that, and they were like, you know, we, uh, someone from my class was like, oh, like, you know, maybe we should in some areas. And then I was like, we mostly just have alligators. Like, I don't even know if we have any. Uh, and apparently in the very southern Florida, there's American crocodiles. Um, but they're mostly in, like, Mexico and stuff. Yeah. So... Not really. Not really. But that's that's the joke. It'd we be, don't have them, so. Yeah, it'd be a weird thing to get if yeah. you're in Florida <laughs> and you're like, I only got the crocodile insurance. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and you get attacked by an alligator and they're like, sorry, mm. <laughs> wrong animal. No, you only pay for the crocodile insurance. Yeah, you forgot that they're like, I just thought they were the same. And they're like, they're not. They're not. Alligator's extra. You really hecked up. You should have got alligator, honestly. Much more likely. Much more likely. But it was that's more wh- expensive. That's I thought it was a joke. <laughs> that's why. <sighs> that's why crocodile's cheaper. I don't have a leg anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's still on me. It's here on the phone. So it's hilarious for the next two gifts to me how, um, or I guess three, how uh, you can tell almost the personality of the person sometimes by the gifts they're given. Yeah, always. And like the ones that they like, you know, because yeah. these are the ones that are reported on are the ones that they talk about. Mm-hmm. So FDR is given a giant cake. Mm. Uh, it's five feet high and it wow. weighs 300 pounds. Oh, my gosh. For his 59th birthday. That's a lot of everything. That's so much cake. Also, I feel like a lot for 59. Why don't you wait for 60? He's not going to make it? Like, <laughs> what, what year was this? I don't know. Whatever year he's 59 in. Was it, like, during the war? Did they think he, he wasn't going to make it? I mean, they should not be making that big of a cake during the war. No. That's like, wasting so much that's, stuff. That's so, like, opulent. That's so I don't think 500. so. <laughs> Can you just imagine 500 pounds of ingredients? 300 pounds. 300 pounds of ingredients. Although probably some of them evaporate, like, while you're baking, sure. you know? So maybe 500. But, uh, yeah, five feet tall. That's a person-sized cake. That's a that's uh, a person cake. That's a person. Is there a person in it? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Is that why it's so heavy? There's like an extra. There's like one of those two hundred pound person. One of those ones where the woman pops out. And she's like, Mister President. Nope. <laughs> I hope you get elected again and again uh, forever, forever. Um, but it was gifted uh, from the Bakery and Confectionery Workers International Union of America. Oh, thanks. So I think it's supposed to be like thanks for unions gift. I mean, you that's know. nice. It is nice. Um, and along with the cake, the union donated $500 to FDR's Fight Infantile Paralysis Campaign. Oh, So it's a very nice gift mm-hmm. for a nice nice boy. Good yes. job. Uh, he also gets a Shirley Temple police badge. Oh. <laughs> and a little badge for a special boy. So in, in 1933, Shirley Temple meets uh, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt and First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt when they are visiting Hollywood. Mm. And they go and have a visit with her. Cute. Very cute. 
Um, and then five years later, she visits them at the White House, uh, and she gives FDR a Shirley Temple police badge. <laughs> the letter with the badge uh, said, Dear Mr. President, here is your badge to my police force. Mm. Love, Chief Shirley Temple. I mean, she's kind of a mob boss. She runs that town. <laughs> we all know so it. true. I love her. That's why they oh, came and so... saw her. They had to pay tribute. Yeah, and then she's like, fine, maybe in like five years I'll see you. <laughs> Very well. She's like, you need this badge to get around Hollywood. <laughs> They'll know you're safe. Get to all the parties. You've paid your dues. <laughs> if they ask for a, a like password, just flash them the badge. Flash them the badge. Tell them Shirley sent you. <laughs> if the police pull you over for cocaine, flash them the badge. <laughs> They'll let you go. You're like, oh, for Shirley Temple. Oh, right. For Ms. Temple, go right on. Ah, it's her powdered sugar, I see. Mm. Go ahead. <laughs> go right on ahead. And then shifting gears here, uh, Ronald Reagan has oh. a jelly bean portrait. Oh, yeah. Which is also not surprising to me. Also sounds like a product of the time. And that's not just jelly beans, jelly bellies, because oh, Roosevelt yeah. is obsessed with them. Yeah. He made it mandatory for jelly bellies to be served in the Oval Office and on Air Force One when he was president. Wow. Uh, there's even a custom-designed holder for Air Force One so the jelly beans wouldn't spill if the plane encountered turbulence. <laughs> What That's is, how much he likes Jelly Bellies. What does it look like? I don't know. I don't have a picture I, of it. I'm, I'm I don't think it probably exists anymore because, like, you know, they go through lots of Air Force Ones, and this was a while ago. Like someone's got a <laughs> – which president? Ronald Reagan. Reagan? Mm-hmm. Reagan. Which president? Whom? Who? It, I mean, it's not like insanely long ago, so it could be, could be there. Just show me the bowl. Just the whole bowl. I just want to see the plain bowl. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you know, it gets like it happens. Well, I mean, the first thing that comes up on eBay, they're a jelly bean White House candy dish. Mm. Just and the, it's tagged as Ronald oh. Reagan. And I'm like, come on. That's it just it looks like a White House. That's not it. Come on. That's not it. So were they like a sponsor? <laughs> no. <laughs> Did they just like pay him? A, Oh, my God. There's, like, bowls of it. That's what I'm saying. There's, He's obsessed with it's them. everywhere. He's just constantly eating jelly bellies. It's crazy. They're, they're not that good. <laughs> they're not. Honestly, I hate jelly beans. They're gross. Like, I don't understand them. Um, like, I kind of get it if you, um, like, if you find one flavor you like. Sure. And you just get that flavor. But yeah. when they're mixed like this. No, they're mixed. Well, and, oh. and apparently he's so into Jelly Bellies. <laughs> this is a scented oh. candle for him. Reagan scented that candle. That probably smells like Jelly Bellies. What does it smell like? It's got to smell like Jelly Beans. I mean, I kind of imagine it's like a leather scent. Mm-hmm. With Jelly Beans. But I'm curious. <laughs> what does what does it smell like? I'm so sorry, but I... Nope, it is um, the alluring scent of jelly beans yes! with the heat of Hollywood Klieg lights to create a candle that will help you tear down the wall, separating you from amazing smells. Okay. <laughs> They're shooting for Reagan nerds, which I'm like, oh. Can, can you vanquish your foes through massive purchases? Right. There's only one way to find out. We'll see. Um, but so he's so obsessed with jelly bellies. That the company creates a blueberry flavor just so there's red, white, and blue jelly bellies because they didn't have blue before. Oh. So they create a whole flavor just for him. I mean, yeah. So that uh, at his inauguration, there can be red, white, and blue buckets of jelly bellies everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it's brilliant. It's really good marketing. I mean, if you were the president of jelly bellies, wouldn't you be like president 
any time. Yeah. You want a flavor? Yeah. Just like let us call know. us. Call we'll, us. We'll do it at any time. Yeah. Whenever. Whenever you want. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Free Jelly Bellies for you forever. We have like four years. <laughs> yeah. Like um, their stock's gonna go up so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be incredible. Guaranteed four years. Yeah. And we gotta milk it. Oh, hundred percent. Especially like I don't think that Jelly Bellies has a lot of ups and downs generally with their stock. Probably. Yeah. So when you got an up, you gotta ride it a high. <laughs> Major ups. Major ups. <laughs> I wonder but this I is not the present, Haley. Oh. The present isn't the Jelly Belly creation flavor. Oh, no. The present is a Jelly Belly portrait. Yeah. It's a portrait of Ronald Reagan. Oh, God. Made out of Jelly Bellies. Oh, God. I think I accidentally saw it. <laughs> Probably. And I just didn't, it didn't process that that's what I was seeing. It's this. Oh, my gosh. It's made out of only jelly beans. It's Reagan, and there's a flag behind him. We'll post all these pictures I'm showing Haley, so you can see them, too. Oh, God. The one I saw was, like, him and Nancy. Oh. There were, like, multi- there's multiple <laughs> portraits. Probably. Um, but this one was from Peter Rocha. He also is obsessed with jelly beans That's and jelly incredible. bellies. So he spent more than six months placing 10,000 jelly beans. 10,000? To make that portrait. Yeah, it's big. Thousand. Um, Reagan gets it, and he's like, this is the greatest gift I've ever received. <laughs> like, he's so happy with it. I've never been loved like I have been <laughs> in this moment. You understand me, finally. Um, and it still hangs today in the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library in Simi Valley, California. I mean, yeah. Which recently was almost on fire. And then the first thing <laughs> I thought about was like, oh, the jelly bean portrait. <laughs> the bellies. No. No. Send it to the National Archives so it's safe. Or put it in the Smithsonian where it belongs. It belongs in a museum. <laughs> and then this is from Cracked. That is this quote that says, rumor has it if you eat the whole thing, you gain all of Reagan's powers. <laughs> You absorb his spirit. <laughs> his soul. Also, this is unrelated. The other day I was looking at presidents and, like, there's a chart of presidents on Wikipedia that tells you how long they served, how many days they lived after they served, yeah. and how old they are now. Oh, uh-huh. Um, so a few of them, you know, are zero. Yeah. Because they died in office from disease <laughs> or guns. They died. You know, or being shot. A few. Um, but some of them live impressively short lives after mm-hmm. they're president or, like, crazy long that yeah. I'm just like, I don't even understand. Jimmy. Do, yeah, I was going to say, do you know who's the longest? <laughs> is, is it Jimmy? It is Jimmy. Yeah. He's so long. He, he was president, and then there are two presidents after him now who are dead. Mm-hmm. Who are after. Yeah. Who have already died, and he's just still alive. Like, he's 95. Yeah. He's so old. He'll never stop. He'll never die. It's because he has like a... It's crazy. I don't know. Like a little spark of joy in his heart. He does. Keeps him going. He, and he loves, you know, he's he's like building houses for people. He loves helping yeah. people. Don't look at the screen. This is the next one. Sorry. Okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, can I? So you can look now. Okay. So... Uh, I had all my glasses, next so it's we're, all a bit blurry We're, we're anyway. doing JFK. Oh, okay. And he's given a portrait also. I bet he's given a lot of stuff. I'm sure he's given a lot of stuff. Wink, wink. Wink, wink, wink. Marilyn, wink, wink. 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 Um, but uh, what do you think they did this? Uh, I would say, I guess it's a portrait, but it's like a sculpture. Okay. What do you think they, what was the medium? What'd they use? Butter. Nope. Mm. It's not a bad guess, though. 
I mean, after butter, that was my... <laughs> that was. You can't start with what you think is the best one. I mean... You can work up to it. I was so sure it was butter, <laughs> but now, now I'm like... There's no other options. It's like, I don't know, getting to the end of the the diving board and being like, I thought I would have a plan. I thought I could do this, I thought, but I was wrong. I thought this was it. <laughs> I thought it was butter. Yeah. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> and then I have to walk back down. <laughs> this, the ladder, just crawl back down. Um, some other, is it a dairy product? No. Okay. Is it a food product? Yes. Ooh. Mm. Or not food product. It's it's a food-related item. Oh, I have no idea. What does that even mean? <laughs> uh, it's a peach pit. Okay. So it's not really a product of food. Sure. It's a throwaway, but yeah. it's part of food. And they, like, carved it out of a peach pit? They, yeah, they carved a portrait of him on a peach pit. What kind of, like, degenerate Georgian <laughs> ritual is that? <laughs> Are they trying to, like, raise a devil with his know. likeness? What is happening? It's actually really impressive looking. <laughs> like, I'm going to give you my glasses in a second so you can see yeah. it. But, uh, yeah, R.J. Uh, McEarlene. Carve this portrait with the inscription, President John F. Kennedy of the United States. Uh, it's And it's like soap carving, essentially, except for that it's a peach pit. It is not like soap carving. <laughs> but like the same idea. Because <laughs> when I first read this, I was like, that's stupid. Like, that sounds so dumb. Like, mm-hmm. why would you do this? And then I saw it and I was like, oh, it's very good. Like, yeah. I'm very impressed. I mean, if you so carve I was like, I mean, sure. anything with skill, it looks good. It's true. That's what carving is. That's what sculpture is. It's true. That's right. But it's just such a weird medium. But then I was like, I guess soap is kind of weird. Yeah. Although soap is much more um, flat, you know, even yeah. surface to start with where peach pits are not. So I was like, I don't even understand how you're yeah. doing it. And also they're not very big. So I was like, because it has a description of what's on there and it's like four things. And I was like, how is that possible? It has eyes, nose, <laughs> Neck. No, it's like his face and then like a flag in the background and then some like oh. other stuff. And I was like, how are they doing this when there's no space? And then I saw it and I was like, oh, I guess. Oh. And it does look like him, which is I'm like, I'm impressed because it's so small. Just got like, to get, get like those, those <laughs> eyes. And the teeth. Yeah. Just and like then you'll know. The eyes that disappear into like his face folds. Yeah, there's an eagle on a shield on the left side of the pit. What the hell? Above a depiction of St. Christopher. What the hell? Because he's Catholic. The hell? And I was like, I am confusion. Here, take my glasses. I mean, the last thing he wants is you pointing out the fact that he's Catholic. And look at it. That's like a lot to take in. It's a lot going on, man. That's not at all what I expected. It's so much carve. (laughs) Like, that's... It's like a wood carving... And, he, like, he signed it over here. This is where it says, like, President Kennedy United States. And there's all this, like, flowery designies on it. It's crazy. Real weird. And it looks like him, though, that I was like, I mean, good job, I guess. Um, well, you'd be glad you weren't on drugs when you saw that for so, the first time. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, more part- <laughs> portraitures is there happening. A, is there a human man in that peach pit? So, speaking of Rutherford B. Hayes. Yeah. Um, all the time. He also had a food-related present uh-huh. um, that I have a picture for. Let me pull it up. What is it? <laughs> Hold on. Can, can you guess what it is? <laughs> no. <laughs> what is it? It's, it's a, pi- a lemon carved into a pig. 
What? <laughs> they sent him this. That's the real one. That's the one. It's very cute. <laughs> it's so creepy looking. <laughs> it's so old and weird. <laughs> and I don't. <laughs> I like its no. little I like its little beak mail. I like its like empty eyes. <laughs> just his eyes are just indents. <laughs> it's stick, terrifying. Stick feet. So that's a pig. <laughs> that's a lemon pig. Would you like a pig? And it was featured in an exhibit at the Her- Herbert Hoover Presidential Library titled Weird and Wonderful Gifts Fit for a President. Mm. The museum director, Richard N. Smith, said at the time, it looks a little like you'd expect a 110-year-old lemon to look. (laughs) Oh, that's the whole lemon. Yeah. I was like, lemons don't have a pit, so is it like a seed? It's a lemon. No, it's the whole lemon. Yeah, and now they have it in a museum 110 years later. It's looking good. Not too bad. Yeah. I mean, if you don't, like, break the skin, it's probably better, right? Like, it's like once you open it in the air. But still, like, no mold on the outside. I mean, they probably or... put, like, preservatives or something yeah, in it, right? give it, like, a spray. Got to do something. <laughs> you know, just give it the uh, the linen treatment. Just yeah. Just, like, clean it every day. Give it a little dust. Yeah. And then prop it back up in the window. Yeah, he's fine. Uh, people think that maybe people, because it's a weird gift. It's confusing. Because, you know, like, jelly bellies, it's like, Reagan loves jelly bellies. Like, that's them. great. Yeah. The Nixon... You know, rice is weird, but also, like, it's nice. Mm-hmm. You know, same with the peach thing. It's nice. Yeah. It's like, it's a picture of you. Yeah. But, like, this is strange. <laughs> What's with the pig? Why? We, and we have no idea why it's a pig. Yeah. But we do know why maybe that it's a lemon. Okay. Um, Because apparently his wife's nickname was, her name's Lucy, and her nickname is Lemonade Lucy. <laughs> because she wouldn't let people drink at state functions. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. So they called her Lemonade Lucy. Great. She's so not going to let you drink. You sent her a pig lemon. Yeah. Great. <laughs> You're like, suck it. <laughs> suck my lemon. Heard you like lemons. Here's a pig. <laughs> Here's a pig. Enjoy the pig. that's it. That's the whole story of mm-hmm. the end. <laughs> no, it makes sense now. <laughs> now it's time to talk about cheese. Mm. Yes, the part you've all been waiting for. The giant cheese. Especially you in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. The part you've been waiting for. So we're going to start with Jefferson's cheese, and then we'll get to Jackson's later. Like, how big are these cheese? I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. So this is one of the earliest gifts that we know about for presidents. Mm. They didn't didn't give presents to presidents earlier than that. It's one of the earliest that was, like, recorded. So people probably gave Washington gifts. People maybe gave Adam gifts. But... (laughs) No one gave Adam. Nobody. <laughs> That's why I was like, I mean, uh, let's be honest. Uh, may, it's possible, but like, I'm sure he would have written down if he got any gifts. I mean, Abigail gave him gifts, but sure. that's not like a presidential gift. That's like, no. it's okay, sweetie. She's being a good wife. You'll you'll make it Some, through. Someday this week. things will be better. But this is not only one of the first gifts that we know about for a president, but also the first instance that we have recorded where people use the word mammoth as a descriptor mm, because also at the time we'd been digging around and yeah. we find some mammoth bones and we're like mm, mammoths mammoth so then they started using this to describe big right yeah same way with like jumbo mm-hmm. right was the elephant this is mammoth mm-hmm. so they call it because they call it mammoth cheese <laughs> like in the paper also very that's gross. how big it is very gross <laughs> It sounds good. We went out and we milked a mammoth. A dead mammoth. And we made cheese. We made cheese out of this dead elephant. (laughs) Um, Squirt, squirt. So 
Very gross. He gets this from uh, the Republican Baptist in Cheshire, Massachusetts. That sounds dangerous. In 1802. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a Democratic Republican. Yeah. So they like him. Weird that he, because, like, this whole town is, like, very supportive of him, uh-huh. which I find weird because it's in Massachusetts. It's quite high. It's pretty north for them to be into him. On the other hand, like, at this time, you can hide weird stuff yeah. in the forests of New England. <laughs> it's true. Which we know. There's a town, we a few towns, where they are, where they are convinced there are vampires. Yeah. And they are acting accordingly. It's true. It's a weird time in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's a new century, and we don't know what to do. It's 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 just wild. <laughs> Every time we turn over to a new century, we're like, "What are we doing now?" All right, I time. feel like we have to do something weird. Time to freak out. <laughs> yep, two thousand. We're like, it's over. Y two K. Everything's down. The grids shut down. Time to just end it. And it was completely fine. <laughs> but people flipped out. But it was fine because a whole bunch of computer nerds were like. Working day and night mm-hmm. to Making change sure it was okay. the code to make sure yeah, it yeah. didn't. Right. It could have. It could have. But it don't. It could have exploded. <laughs> but anyway, so during the election of 1800, Cheshire, all of them, basically, vote for Jefferson. Okay. They love him. Except they had one rogue oppositional vote that was thrown out due to the assumption that it must have been a mistake. <laughs> well, we know it was a mistake because if it wasn't, you're a witch and we'll burn you. Yeah, you're kicked out of our town. You can't live here. You know what happened to the last we're witch? We're a Jeffersonian town. In Massachusetts. <laughs> so get out. So we're going to say it was a mistake. Goodbye. That's so aggressive. <laughs> yes. Like that he comes and they're like, we all voted for you. There was one rogue vote, but it was an accident. Okay. We mm. promise. It was an accident. And then he had an accident. Just like his knees were an accident. <laughs> But we fixed it after the accident. Um, so to celebrate his election, their town elder, John Leland, he's in charge, apparently. Not the mayor, just the oldest one. Yeah. Just the oldest man they have. Yeah. He's like, you know what we should do? Giant cheese. Yes. That's so true. they do. Yeah. Uh, so when Jefferson gets there, they let him know that this big old cheese they made him. Because I think he's like, they know he's visiting for something to yeah. like thank them, election, blah, 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 presidential, whatever. They know he's coming. So they tell him when he gets there, this is milk only from Democratic-Republican cows because <laughs> we all voted for you. Mm-hmm. And the cows are our property, so they have to do whatever we say. Yeah. And apparently it's milk from— <laughs> Those cows have to do what we say. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> There's okay. no Federalist cows. Okay. And uh, apparently the milk is from 900 different cows, which is, like, maybe why they're into Jefferson because, you know, they're in the north, but they're, like, farming, clearly, like a yeah. lot. Yeah. So, you know, they're like, he's out here for the little farming guy. He's not—they're they're not, like, urban city folk. No. Yeah. So, like, Federalist bank nonsense. They're like, I don't care, mm-hmm. you know, and— and Jefferson's like, what about your farms? And they're like, exactly. But they have problems with him because they're from the north. So they also let him know that this cheese was made without any slavery. Ooh, girl. Which? Which? Some shady cheese. Ooh. <laughs> and so you get a size of the cheese. Uh, four feet. Oh. Four, four feet, four and a half inches diameter. Uh-huh. And then it's 15 inches thick. So it's more than a foot. It's a mattress. It's mm-hmm. it's humongous. Like a kind of small mattress, but if you curled up, you could sleep on it's it. It's 1,235 oh pounds. <laughs> oh, my God. Of cheese. I mean, that's a lot of cows. And he's like, thank you? But that's, also like, 
what? That's a lot of not slavery you just did. That's Thanks. a lot. Yeah, and that's you, a lot of cheese. You showed me. Wow. What are you going to do with it? The cheese is inscribed with these words. <laughs> Rebellion to tyrants is obedience to God, which is a threat. So this cheese. That's a threat. It's a gift, but it's also shading him what? and threatening him. What did I say about these, like, shadow communities in Massachusetts? They are <laughs> shady. This is the, po- it's a very political cheese. Like, it's a political statement gift cheese. They they really messed up that one like, guy who didn't vote right. They're like, Jefferson, if you, well, and this is a threat to him. Yeah. They're like, if you don't do what you're supposed to do, we're going to come take you down. Just like we did yeah. Rogue Vote Guy, mm-hmm. you know. We'll yeah. just, we'll walk into the White House and beat you up. Remember what happened to Rogue Vote Guy? And he's like, who? And they're like, that's exactly. right. Yeah. Yes. No one's going to remember him. <laughs> so I love that this is a gift, but then also like, it's not. Yeah, it has <laughs> like, <laughs> you'll be next It's on like it. judgmental and a threat gift. And like, some of the gifts for our other episode that I'm going to do for the animal episode, some of those are like this. Yeah. <laughs> which I'm like, seems weird. Right. Um, like, here's a scorpion. <laughs> what? Good luck. Good if luck. we put it in your bag. <laughs> <laughs> what if you, like, here's a pet scorpion and, like, it's empty. And they're like, yep. <laughs> like, oh, no. You have to find what it. What could have happened? <laughs> I guess you'll have to burn down the White House. It's probably somewhere in your room. Yeah, it's pro- It's in here somewhere. <laughs> I guess you'll have to burn down the White House because <laughs> they can't find it. Uh, that's the only answer. That's the only thing to do. So, yeah, they're just. this is a really aggressive political cheese. It's very, like, <laughs> uh, wonderfully small town. Yeah, yeah. So they take it back to <laughs> to the White House with them. They take it with them. Okay. It takes six horses to pull it. I was going to say, like, how? Yeah. They cart. put it in a cart? Uh, yeah, it takes six horses to pull it. Jefferson also has, like, a personal policy against taking gifts. He does. He's not into that. Mm-hmm. He thinks that's a political problem, and I agree, uh, even though there aren't rules against it. And so he pays them $200 for the cheese, which in current money is $3,000. I mean, sure. And I'm like, yeah, it's worth at least that much. That's yeah. a humongous cheese. At least. But still, that's a lot to just drop on a gift you didn't know you were getting, probably. Or um, threat cheese. Yeah, for like rude, judgmental threat cheese. Mm, thank you. Here's $200. Thanks. <laughs> that it's not for the cheese. It's just to get out of town. Yeah, gotta go. I need to leave. How much do I have to pay you so I can leave? How much money would it take for me to never be here again? Yeah, <laughs> um, three thousand. That seems right. <laughs> right. And I have a quote that says, it, "And in possibly the greatest instance of pretending to like a gift in history, <laughs> Jefferson kept the cheese in the White House for more than two years." <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like, just cut it up and give it to people. He would. Okay. It's just it's so much it's, that it takes a while. Yeah. Because, yeah, he's give, he, I'm sure he's giving it to anybody who will come in the White House. He's mm-hmm. like, you want cheese? Um, cheese is weird. And that uh, it, like, it does last that long. It's true. Um, yeah, it says it was served at a few congressional dinners he had. Oh, my God. Um, and up until 1803, when the last of it was eaten with the mammoth loaf, an equally absurd large loaf of bread baked for him by the United States Navy. <laughs> 
probably once they saw how much cheese he had, they yeah. were like, you need a big old bread. Well, I guess you need a big old bread. <laughs> and he was like, can we stop? I hate all of you. Because it's like, unless it's the same amount of bread you need to eat that cheese, then we're going to have bread left over. And that doesn't keep as good. And then so the birds will come. <sighs> a giant bird is going to come. The worst. And pick me up and carry me away. And this isn't in, like, the proper White House because that's not built yet. So yeah. this is just wherever you live. <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> in the woods. But now we have to talk about Jackson's cheese, Ooh. which is even more impressive Ooh. than Jefferson's cheese. <laughs> yes. Uh, and the main article for this was Andrew Jackson's Big Block of Cheese by Ethan Trax from Mental <laughs> Floss. It starts, and I say that specifically again because a lot of what he said is so funny that I feel like I need to directly quote him. So yeah. I want you to know, probably if it sounds funny what I'm saying right now, I'm probably quoting <laughs> Like, it starts, the people love Jackson. Jackson love cheese. <laughs> and I'm just like, case closed. Was done. the best of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> yep. Wow. Best of cheeses, worst of cheeses. So there's a steery farmer named Colonel Thomas S. Meacham. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, he's not named Colonel. He's a colonel. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of cheese. He's a <laughs> A colonel of cows. You know, like Colonel Sanders, but he's Colonel Meacham of cheese. Yeah, he's not the colonel of chicken. He's cheese colonel. And once again, weirdly, this cheese is from New York. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's still very north. Yeah. um, Which is fast. I don't know why it never comes from the south. I don't know. (laughs) They don't make cheese. I don't know. Yeah. But so... uh, I mean, because, like, they don't really have grazing animals in the yeah, south. Probably. That's like, you know, cotton and stuff. Yeah. yeah. They they grow stuff. They don't Yeah. I mean like once you get like farther west, <laughs> as Thomas Jefferson says in Hamilton, they put seeds in the ground. Uh-huh. They do. <laughs> yeah. They. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we do, definitely. Yeah, I think like once the white people you have to have like more plains to have like mm-hmm. grazing stuff. Probably, so like yeah. once you get to like Texas and stuff. Yeah, I guess like when I think about where people do dairy, it's mostly northern places, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, like even in Texas it's mostly like I think eating cattle. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's to eat. But yeah, so in 1835 he's like, let's make a uh the, the quote is Titanic cheddar. <laughs> you know what happened? <sighs> I don't think that's happened. I, mean, I don't think it's the, not ti- happened yet. the Titanic not has happened not yet. happened. No. But what a fun uh, call forward. Well, that was the quote, I think, from it's not from the time. Mm. It's from the article. Okay. Yeah. I don't think they would have had a word. I don't know if Titanic was a word then. I don't know. <laughs> time to Google. I mean, I think so because Titanic. Yeah. Titan. Is just from Titan. Yeah. So as a descriptive word. I don't know when they're using it. Uh, just as a descriptive word. It's probably been used a while. Probably earlier. Yeah. Yeah, like from the Greek. Uh, okay. Like mid-17th century. Okay. So, yeah, they probably use it. But I think that was, a, I don't think that, it wasn't a quote from the time. Mm-hmm. It was a quote from the article. Although, um, weirdly, I'm I'm still going on about it. <laughs> yeah. So, Titanic of exceptional strength, size, or power, uh, mid-17th century in the sense relating to the sun. Oh, which is weird. I mean, still could be about the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> so his cheese, four feet in diameter, two feet thick. So it's taller cheese. Tall cheese. And it weighs nearly 1,400 pounds. No, it's like a car. It's so big. That's so, it's too much. It's so much cheese. That's too much. And the thing is, this isn't the only giant cheese this guy made. He made... A larger collection of 10 cheeses 
10 big cheese. This is just the biggest one um, that appeared at an 1835 patriotic celebration in Oswego, New York. So basically they have like a county fair and he makes 10 giant cheeses. And he's like, you know what I should do? Send the biggest one to the president. I mean, if you're good at something, do it. He's just going ever higher. Yeah. It's his push it to the limit. His uh, his cheddarist. <laughs> no. Yeah, it is foreverist. Yeah. Ugh. It has a giant belt wrapped around it when he gives it to Jackson that says the Union. It must be preserved. Mm. Which that's one of the most important things to Jackson too. It is. So this one's not an insult cheese. This is uh, I agree with you cheese. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Already better than Jefferson's <laughs> in size and also in the feeling of it. I love the different moods of cheeses. <laughs> cheese gifts. This is a I agree with you cheese. If you ever give someone cheese for a present for like Christmas or something, I would like you to write a cryptic message in it. Yeah. About how the union needs to be preserved or something. <laughs> you know. I want to give cougar cheese to everyone and be like, yeah, yeah just put these messages on yeah. it. Yeah. Rebellion like, against tyrants. And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> oh. That's like there's this picture of like a pie that I don't know if you've seen. That's like when you're told not to talk about politics at Thanksgiving, yeah. but you're told to bring a pie and it says resist on it. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Have a slice of that, Grandpa. Mm-hmm. You, old, you like you like a slice of old that man, and he's like, I won't eat that one. He's like, I didn't like the hippies, and I don't like you. Well, it's like there's two like pieces missing, and he's like, now it just says cyst. I don't understand what it is. I don't so get what is cyst. It sounds gross. It's spelled wrong. Like you've ever had to spell cyst in your life, <laughs> Grandpa? Grandpa. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's part of this big collection of cheese, and the thing is, they're like, how do we get it to the White House? <laughs> I think you um. You have to have, like, 16 men and, like, a simple machine, like, lever pulley action yeah. to get it upright. It's like a lure. You got to have it upright, and then you uh, then you roll, roll it. You roll it. It's dirty. Well, I mean, you can, like, encase it in something. Mm. You got to put, like, boards around it and just roll it like a wheel. They decide to ship it on a boat. Fine. <laughs> they put it on a schooner. And it sets sail for Pennsylvania Avenue at the White House. <laughs> yep. The boat goes right up to right the door. Right to Pennsylvania Avenue. Right to it's the door. It's going down the street, Pennsylvania <laughs> Avenue. Which is so weird because that means, like, at some point there was a giant cheese wheel coming up the river. Mm-hmm. Just like, there it is. You could probably see it from the shore. You could probably smell it from shore. <laughs> In that day, the D.C. area was full of the smell of cheese. And people just throwing up in the streets. <laughs> and also very hungry. New York cheese. <laughs> so uh, he sends two other 750-pound wheels in the same shipment. So that boat is heavy. You can't. That's 28,000 pounds. What are they going to do? Sorry, 2,800 pounds. Do with it. Math. This also makes me really Ish. sad because we or were talking, I think, yeah, we were talking earlier about, like, I mean, everyone always says, like, well, America couldn't have done anything for the French mm-hmm. in their revolution. I'm like, why couldn't we have sent cheese? <laughs> we, we have such big cheeses. They were, like, starving, he could sent, have sent food. He sent three. There's seven more cheeses he made that are huge. Maybe they could have just, like, had food. Come on, Meacham. Colonel um, Meacham, um, send them some cheese. And this is they love cheese. A little bit after that, but uh, I'm pretty sure we had cheese technology <laughs> a few <laughs> but years like, before. Jefferson had this. a big cheese too. That's what I'm saying. We had the cheese technology. 
Uh, we couldn't do anything. Send him some cheese. Yeah, there are lots of things we could have done. On the other hand, you'd probably be embarrassed to send the French cheese, even if they were starving. They're like, we won't eat this. They're it's like, gross. What is that? I hate it. Cheese? It's trying to be cheese. It's adorable. I'd rather starve. <laughs> I'd rather die <laughs> than eat American <laughs> cheese. American cheese? Oh, no. No. I'd rather die it or, just, or kill it, the monarchy than eat All of eat it just that. goes to Lafayette. <laughs> They're like, you like American crap? Take the cheese. This is disgusting. Is he still alive? We don't know. <laughs> it was actually the shipping of the cheese that led to them snapping and killing the royalty. Yeah, They're that like, was it. Well, if it's they were like, this, how dare you? This or death, we choose death. We choose death. Cheese, we'd rather cheese or death. We'd be in, we'd rather be in charge so we can make laws against Americans being able to send us <laughs> cheese, please. So the fact that you'd accept this gift is disgusting. It to went us. from maybe we should have helped them to <laughs> we caused it. It's probably better that we didn't. <laughs> we caused the revolution with the cheese. Yeah. It's bad. We sent them cheese and it just inflamed them. But so he sends the two other wheels. One of them is for Vice President Van Buren, and the other one is for Governor William L. Marcy. Okay. I don't know. He's maybe he's, he's New York governor. Sure. So I'm like, does it go? It doesn't go on the boat, I guess, because yeah. he's in New York. But maybe he's, I don't know. It makes it sound like it went with it. And I'm like, that doesn't. Why would you do that? You're already Why? in New York. I don't. Maybe it goes on the boat and it just goes like up to <laughs> ten feet, like Manhattan or something. <laughs> it just has to go to a different island. Maybe it's farther north and it's got to <laughs> yeah. go down. They don't have to like roll it up That's, Broadway. They have to. <laughs> they just put it on a schooner. But so once it gets off the boat, they put it in a cart to go to the White House too. I think mm-hmm. That's twenty four horses. Bra- so- breaks it. To pull all of them. That's too many horses. That's so. I can't even. I try to imagine them lined up, and I'm like, that's like six rows of four horses. That's so. I don't. That's too many. Doesn't it at some point not help to have more of them? Like mathematically, I don't get. If the other one only needed six, why does this one need twenty four? That's just like showing off, I guess. It's only two hundred pounds more. Uh huh. So you need like what one more horse? Seven horses? <laughs> Why do you have 24? How does horse math work? <laughs> I don't know. Horse I just assume math. that one can maybe pull 200 extra pounds with the help of six others. Horse. Maybe you need eight, but you don't need 24. I don't know how horsepower works. <laughs> I don't get it. Okay. I've heard a lot about horsepower with cars, but I don't understand It's it. not impressing me. It confuses me why we're still... The measurement is still horses. Like, that seems weird. So you're telling me you need 24 horsepower to... Because I think each horse has more than one. I have no idea. Or or do they only have one? I don't know. Otherwise, they call it horses power. (laughs) I don't know. It's really confusing. Wouldn't... I mean, you'd think that one horse would have one horsepower because then, like, wouldn't they adjust to it? You know, like, why would one horse have more than one horsepower? It shouldn't the measurement just be like how much can the horsepower? One. Maybe he's like a really good horse. They're Maybe. like that horse has like three horse. <laughs> That's like as good as three horse. But then that would that would imply that each horse is meant to only have one. Yeah. That's true. Uh-huh. I don't really, I don't know. Are we back to No, to, don't oh, Google okay. it. That's another episode. We were never entirely. we were never meant to know. No, it's impossible. So, uh, oh, I have a quote from the article that says, At some point, we've all received a thoughtful, touching, and practical gift and wondered, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, what the hell is this for? This is an ordeal now. I, yeah, you've given me a <laughs> chore. I hate it. Um, Great. 
And on, <laughs> on the other hand, if you're president, you can also yeah. just, like, put it out on the lawn and call, like, a banquet. You and think? give it out to the people. Mm-hmm. It's a great idea, Haley. So in the 19th century, there's a biographer, or, or he's a 19th century biographer. <laughs> Confusion. Yes. <laughs> the, the way this sentence is worded is confusing. Mm-hmm. So James Parton is a 19th century biographer, and he writes a biography called Life of Andrew Jackson. Casual. Life and Times. Um, Jackson High. And he talks about the cheese. Uh-huh. And he says that uh, the old general would give out hunks of cheese to anybody who would take one because De- he's like, desperate. gotta go. Yes. It's too much cheese. <laughs> you probably weren't allowed to leave unless you took cheese. But there's still like a ton, obviously. It's a lot. It's a lot of cheese. Thousands of pounds. <laughs> I have a quote that says, Jackson could conquer the Bank of the United States, but he was helpless against such a massive wheel of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> His one weakness, yes. giant cheese. If only the bank had offered to deal with his cheese problem. If only the bank bought the cheese. Everything would have been fine. We heard you have a cheese problem. We'll send all the bankers to eat your cheese mm-hmm. if you just calm down. We have a bunch of hungry interns. See, and this is why this becomes so funny to me, is that, like, when all this, like, dramatic bank stuff is happening, there's just big cheese in the White House just yeah. sitting somewhere. There's a room that just... It still smells. It's just cheese. I bet it's in the walls. Uh, we'll talk like about if, that in a minute. Like, if you lean close enough under the—they've tried to, like, plaster over it. Yeah. It has a new, like, stone. <laughs> but if you lean close to the wood, you're like, yeah. Yeah, no, I can, I can a, smell it. a cheesy, cheesy smell <laughs> to it. So uh, he gets a big cheese, and what does he do, Haley? Um, he starts giving it away. He eats a bit. The answer is nothing. Nothing. He just lets it sit there for two years in the White House. Just somewhere. Just somewhere. And, like, they don't have air conditioning. Mm, no. Um, and D.C. is in a swamp. Yeah, it's bad. It gets hot. No one was in ever. DC. You weren't, like, meant to live there. Nope. That area. That's, it's that's so gross. gross. It's so gross. Like, there's a reason they call it drain the swamp. It's literally a swamp. It's a swamp. And, uh, yeah, that's why we put the politicians there, because no one's supposed to be there. So we're just like, you go over here. Mm -hmm. And he just lets it sit there for two years. Uh, I totally get that, though. (laughs) You know when you have a problem that's, like, too big to even, like, think about? Yep. You're like... I'm just going to put it in a room and not think about it. Yeah, and it'll hopefully just stay here. It'll maybe go away eventually. Either it'll go away or I will die and yeah. I won't have to worry about it. I mean, it's like the like highest level of procrastination. Yeah. Just leave it there. <laughs> complete avoidance Don't of the problem. Don't even try to refrigerate it. Just let it sit there. And like knowing Jackson as we do, that must have been so much stress on him mm-hmm. for him to just be like, I can't even deal with that. Yeah. That's too much. Can't do it. That is too much. So for that, m- for me, Andrew Jackson. He gets it in 1835, and in 1837, his second term is winding down. He's mm-hmm. is ending, and um, he's almost free. There's still the cheese is there, and he's like, "What? What am I supposed to do?" I with mean, this? nothing. It, pretend it isn't there. It's too late. So he it's decides, but he decides to have a big public reception at the White House to say bye bye. And 10,000 people end up going to this. Yeah. Apparently, people are crawling in through the windows because there's what? so many people that they can't get in the door. Yeah. Like, it's stuck. So, people, yeah, just imagine, like, randoms today crawling into the windows of the White House. Like, I want some cheese. It's like Animal House, but it's cheese. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. It's like, what is this? 
America it, is crazy. a little weird to me that you had it inside. Yep. Like, roll it out. It's going to be hard, but you can roll it out mm-hmm. and just put it outside. No, it's inside. And just, like, <laughs> first of all, you should hire some people to, like, take off huge chunks mm-hmm. and just deliver it to different parts of D.C. Yeah. You don't have any poor people in D.C.? I don't believe that. <laughs> or, like, what I was saying, I was like, just, if you just buy some crackers and some yeah. bread— <laughs> Like, it'll go away there, really fast. There aren't enough crackers in the world. <laughs> Commission some crackers, and then you'll get the cheese done. We would have to, like, sow a new field of flour. <laughs> Half the country would have to be flour. We would need to, like, inaugurate a new state. So this— Oh, my gosh. Is that why? Is that why no. we— is that why we have, like, Iowa and, like, the breadbasket states? So they're like, we need to get rid of these this cheese. Got to get the cheese. To, and they're like, I guess we're just bread now forever. Guess what? You're a state. Send us flour. What? We need crackers. Okay. We need flour. We need crackers. <laughs> but uh, like it's White House mandate. We need crackers. <laughs> it's an There's a ban on crackers in all the United States. Ship all your crackers <laughs> to the White House. If you eat a cracker and it's not with you're President going to Cheese, jail. you're gonna, you're, we're gonna murder you. <laughs> you're, Jackson's you're gonna find you. out of the country, exiled. <laughs> we're sending you to Canada. You can't be here anymore. Wow. Send you to Mexico. We'll Cracker just, we'll, prohibition. We'll, we'll flip a coin and see where you're going. Mexico, Canada. Get out of here. You unpatriotic swine. Get out of here. If we lose the coin, you're going back to England. That's the ultimate punishment That's from the ulti- Jackson. And we might. We've done away with banks. Mm-hmm. We hate them. And, uh, and Jackson hates England so much that if you make him really mad, goodbye. If you become an English citizen and you haven't left yet, he'll kill you. Oh, yeah. You could have just sent crackers. But so apparently that many people take care of the cheese problem in two hours. That's just like have people eat it. Yeah, that's why earlier when you were like, have a party, I was like, that's a lovely idea. Yeah. Wouldn't that be smart like, to do? The, the two I- years ago? <laughs> the idea that people are like, what do we do? I'm like, just like feed it to people. <laughs> Give it to people. You live in a city. Yeah. There are hungry people in your city. And, like, you know, Jefferson was, like, on a thing. Don't you go on things? Bring some cheese with you. Right. When you go on your little tours or whatever. <laughs> like, you think. When you go to yell at the bank, bring them some cheese, okay? Right. The like, I- <sighs> yeah, the idea that an entire city could not consume cheese. Even, a, a even, of cheese. even that much. Yeah. Um, no. Like, in under a week. Right. And they did it, like, in two hours. I'm like, yeah, like, yeah. Do you not have any sort of place for, like, people to go when they don't have food? Like, donate it to Maybe anywhere. Not. Maybe like, not. Or, like, yeah. a bar be like, if you're poor and you don't have food, like, get their permission. Right. Like, people will go anyway just to see the big cheese. Where? And then they'll spend money. <laughs> right. Where do the poor go? Like, I don't actually know. I don't know. But sell that cheese to, like, a tavern. They can sell it as presidential cheese and, like, mark it up. And it's gone, baby. I wonder if. That's illegal somehow. It's like profiting off of a gift. Then just give it to them. Don't yeah. sell it. Just but, give it away. Yeah, it's like that's you, what you're doing anyway. You need to just give it away. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hopefully to, like, people that are hungry or your constituents. Yeah. But why aren't you just giving it away? To anyone. Especially <laughs> because so Jackson is the people's president. Right. Just give it to the people. You're you stupid moron. You are... <laughs> A public servant, feed them. It hurts me a little, too, because, like, you know, Jackson's the main focal point of this episode and this cheese, which means this is, like, our fourth episode on him or something. Yeah. (laughs) 
Like, we have more episodes on him than anyone else at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, going by numbers, he's our favorite person. People like hearing us yell about him. So. Yeah. Yeah. We just need to find other people we like yelling about. That's true. That we just, like, really don't like. Mm-hmm. Who else do we really not like? Lots of people. I mean, we gotta t- we gotta do it. Though. <laughs> we don't yell about them. We I don't think yell- there's enough information about them. There's so much information about him. Uh, but anyway, I have a quote from Ethan from this article that says the reception took care of the cheese disposal problem. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. You people are hungry for cheese. But now there's a new problem. Oh, like uh, ten thousand people have cheese diarrhea? Nope. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> they probably do. They probably uh, do. But that's not the problem. The problem is that now the White House smells like cheese. And not only does the White House smell like cheese, but apparently you can smell it from blocks away. <laughs> yeah. They call it an evil-smelling horror. And that you can smell it from several blocks away. No. Which, like, once you eat the cheese, that probably mostly goes away for yeah. the blocks, you know? Nothing uh, is wafting it as much. Like, the smell is only in things now, but which now is the White uh, House. 10,000 wet mouths. Yeah. And you know who's president now? Van Buren. Yeah. Who's Jefferson's best friend. You, and I was like, you deserve it. Is this a prank? Like, <laughs> this is the only thing I can pick. Because he, like, he has to be pretty sure Van Buren is going to be president. Yeah. Because if this was someone he didn't like, like, if it was, like, Calhoun became president, yeah. like, of course he would do this. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have even fed anyone. He'd be like, the cheese is your problem now. Yeah. Stupid. We were trying to make it I, fester. And I feel like the reason that he gets rid of it is because Van Buren is president. And he's like, well, I don't want him to have to deal with the cheese. Mm-hmm. But then, like, he's got to know that it stinks, right? Yeah. Does he have no sense of smell? Is he just so used to it that he doesn't know that it smells? <laughs> or thought that once it was eaten, it would... The smell would just go away? It would be exercised, but no. Nope. You've released Satan. Yep. Cheese Satan. So now it just... <laughs> I have a quote that says, cheese starts to get a bit fragrant, and the block or a block that massive can give off some serious cheese stink. Because, like, <laughs> if it hasn't started already to stink in two years, maybe you thought you were safe. No. No. It smells really bad. It was waiting. Like I said, people can evil. smell it from blocks. Evil horror. Evil horror. <laughs> from blocks away. I mean, yeah. Uh, So in the publications of the Colonial Society of Massachusetts, Volume 13. Yes. From 1912. My favorite volume. It's Uh, it's really the highlight of the collection. (laughs) Yeah. 13 is where you get into it. It really starts starts, starts screaming. Getting spicy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There's a reprinted letter from a former Senator John Davis's wife, Eliza. Uh Uh-huh. You know Senator's wives. You know Senator's wives. (laughs) They love gossiping. (laughs) And she do. Uh, and sh- it's this from 1838, and she writes, Van Buren says he had a hard task to get rid of the smell of cheese, and in the room where it was cut, he had to air the carpets for many days to take away the curtains and to paint and whitewash before he could get yeah. victory over it. Yeah. It's a, it's such an American thing to make it as, like, a war. Yeah. You have to, to gain to- victory over the stench. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you got to open every well, window. And, like, we, and haven't just- had, we haven't had a war in a minute, mm-hmm. so we got to, like— Really jazz it up. America needs a foe, and it's the cheese. And it's the cheese. And it's the cheese. But he has another cheese because they sent him a 750-pound block of cheese. The same people? 
The same guy, yeah. But Amazing. The, but with the, they sent that with Jackson's cheese. Uh-huh. So Jackson's just been keeping it in a room for him. Oh, no. And he's like, here's your cheese. <laughs> what a terrible joke. He's such Cruel a, joke. He's such a bad friend. <laughs> why is he your friend? It's like, uh, why does it still smell? And he opens the door and there's like another 700 pounds. How does your friendship survive this? You're a bad friend, Andrew. You're terrible. Andrew. I mean, they're both really bad, so that's probably why. <laughs> but it's like, this is awful. It's so mean. That's too much cheese for any building to have. And then he's like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, once again. What what do you do? What are we going to do? Throw another party where everyone comes and eats cheese? <laughs> really? Is it possible? We ran out of crackers. Yeah, because there's, there's evidence that says to suggest that he left that other cheese for him and, like, I guess didn't tell him about it. That's hilarious. Until after. What a fun prank. It's so mean. <laughs> you just walk into a room and there's a giant cheese. It's like a horror movie. So uh, from the Inside History of the White House, a book by Gilson Willits in 1908... Uh, Van Buren eventually held a charity auction in 1839 to get rid of the last remnants of, this is Jackson's old dairy holdings, but they mean the cheese that was sent for Van Buren, which is, they say, a 700 pound, which is, you know, the other one said 750, so it's close. Uh, They don't have great scales for that big of a cheese, probably. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wheel of cheddar, and uh, that also came from the same farm. So he just, charity auction. Yeah, just please take it. Look at that. You just auction it off for the help of the people. How nice. My my idea was that you um, you cask of Amontillado it what? inside the White House. You like brick, you brick it, it into you brick, a room. You brick it into a room. And then it's like a fun little secret. <laughs> it just stinks down there so bad. <laughs> I mean, if you brick it, it's going to take a while. But like true. by then, it won't be your problem. It's true. It's going to be – and you don't – like you pay everyone – to not say anything because you're yeah. the president, it'll be treason. So, and it'll just be like, they'll open it up and be like, there's a 700-pound <laughs> cheese wheel in here. What on earth? Why would they do this? Van Buren. Who did this? <laughs> it was Van Buren? <laughs> he signs his name, Van Buren was here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I cask of Amontillado, this cheese wheel. Because mm-hmm. F this cheese wheel. When When is Edgar Allan Poe alive? Because has that happened yet? Maybe he was the inspiration. <laughs> That doesn't happen, though. Like, when when was Casco Amontillado written? Poe lives from 1809 to 1849. Okay. So maybe. Uh, let me see when it was written, though. Yeah. Uh, 1846. Oh, nope, too late. He's already auctioned it by then. <sighs> and he reads it, he's like, ooh. Like, dang it, that would have been a great idea. That... Gosh, dang it. I had to give it to charity? He really, like, he reads it, and he's like, that's exactly how I felt about the cheese. Yeah, me too. I really identify with you. He he reads Telltale Heart, and he's like, yeah, I understand, because the cheese. Yeah. That made me think about the cheese. This is how Um, I feel about cheese. But (laughs) Can you imagine reading Edgar Allan Poe be like, (laughs) this is how I feel about cheese. And it's like Edgar Allan Poe style, so it's like scary and yeah. haunting and weirdly kind of romantic in a confusing way. Nevermore. Yeah. This cheese. <laughs> I wish there was a cheese that rhymed with nevermore. Is there? Probably. There's, there's, a, lot, there's, there's, a, there's lot a lot of cheeses, cheese. yeah. Not that I know. Um, but so this is like, the way that this story is presented a lot of the times is that they make it sound like Jackson, man of the people, um, hosts this dinner specifically for the public and is like, 
come chit-chat to me about what you think we should do about the country with the cheese, you know? And then he serves it, and people are like, oh, man, this is a great time. I'm glad you care about my opinions. Mm -hmm. However, he does this on the way out, so that's probably not true. Like, why does he care about your opinions? Like, what's he going to do? He can't do anything else. He's It's over for him. I mean, he's still, you know, when Van Buren's in charge, he's kind of in charge, so it's possible. Mm -hmm. But it is a weird thing to do at the end, and I'm like— all evidence to me suggests that it's just that he's a lazy procrastinator who was like, how do I get rid of it? Yeah. And that somebody finally was like, dude, just invite people over, maybe. You ever think just about that? invite people over, they'll eat it. And he's like, I hate people, but I hate the cheese more, so. <laughs> My warring hates. Like, he's, he's the president for the people, but I don't think he likes people. No. He seems to really dislike them actively. I think a lot of populist presidents just don't like mm-hmm. people. They like people in a con- as con- a concept. As like a concept to power their like ego yes. and um, power and Get influence. Elected. They're like, hmm, the people are really stupid. Yeah. I can use the people. I can control that. And then they are a populist. Yeah, but they also don't like being around people and they would like to not ever talk to them. Mm-hmm. But so this becomes like a thing where like President <laughs> Obama's administration held two big block cheese days where – People could come and like talk about stuff. People, but still it's not like sending them cheese, or do they just order no, cheese? Okay, I'm sure they just order cheese. Are pe- I'm like, are people still doing this? <laughs> you can't. No, no, no you can't no. keep doing this. No, and they just put it in the national archives. <laughs> They're like, they just have cheese for weeks. Shove it down the chute. <laughs> hey, national archives. They have, to, they have to cut it in big slices and just push it down the. chute. <laughs> they use the chute to cut it into slices. <laughs> 700,000 pounds of cheese. And the guy is, like, just standing in this red square that says, like, don't stand here at the shoe. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> he gets killed by cheese. It's like a mailroom. Yeah, The yeah. mailroom of the National Archives. Yeah. Um, cheese. But essentially, it's just, like, it's the inspiration from that, and it's just like, hey, talk to us about things. Yeah. But it specifically talks about how the Obama administration shifted it from being an in-person situation to being an online situation. So they had, like, a website that was, like, send us suggestions, you know. Yeah. And, like, a social media conversation instead of, like, inviting randoms into the White House to (laughs) talk about stuff, which is probably for the best. Right. Uh, But, yeah, that's the cheese story. And that's the cheese. (laughs) I'm Walter Cronkite, and that's the cheese. <laughs> and that's the big cheese. It's the way the cheese wheel rolls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rolls on, and we'll all roll on okay, and we'll all roll on all Walter right. Walter Cronkite. <laughs> that's, and this is the cheese. We'll all roll on Cronkite. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed hearing about the inanimate objects that have been given to presidents. Later on, you'll hear about animate things yeah. that they get. Cheese is so close to being alive. Very close, but just not quite. Not quite. Just misses the mark. You learn about it in microbiology classes, so that's how close it is. I'm mostly excited to post these pictures so that you guys can yeah. see. <laughs> I really want cheese now. Yeah, that's I fair. want to go buy a cheese I wheel. I ordered pizza. There's che- I have a cheese wheel. I have cooker cheese in the fridge. I know, but like I thought you were aging it or something. Nope. I was no. just waiting to eat it. It's big, and so if you don't yes. eat it fast enough, then it spoils. You always eat it fast enough. No, my last one I didn't. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh. And it, and it was sad. Really? So, yeah, I was like, I got to wait <laughs> until I'm like Somebody, I've really never, really I've hungry. never had a Cougar Gold cheese wheel 
mm-hmm. go bad because like yeah. it just disappears. Right. Um, I mean, we can. I'm like, but I I'll, also I also order pizza and there's I'll, cheese on um, it. I'll help you. <laughs> sure. Pizza is like a cheese wheel. Yeah, it's a wheel like and a, there's cheese on a it. A better one. Yeah, it's an improvement because like Italians do it right. That's right. Italian Americans yeah. <laughs> that we stole things and then added. They don't really do a lot of cheese or sauce. Have you ever seen like Swedish pizza? Or, no. like, other European pizzas, they put, like, bananas and stuff on it's it. It's gross. I've heard yeah. of that. Yeah. It's bad. It's the same with, like, pineapples don't, bananas don't. <laughs> bananas are worse, too, because they're mushy. They're mushy. Ugh. I was just like, it's like putting potatoes, but, like, potatoes probably still are, like, slightly crunchy. The potatoes are good, though. Yeah. But potatoes I'm saying, are good. like. It, it tastes like little, like, It's like fries. if you put. It's like if you put mashed potatoes on Yeah. Pizza. <laughs> it needs to have the right consistency. Yeah. But See, like, what they yeah. should have done is just made a giant pizza out of all that cheese. Or, like, f- 50 or, like, 500 pizzas. Right. But then the same problem with the crackers. They need bread. Yeah. And tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And in- other stuff. Spices. Fondue. They should have done a fondue. <laughs> How would they have heated it, though? A giant, giant bonfire. A giant what bonfire. What pot are they going to put it in? <laughs> no. What would they dip? You could dip a whole person in there. <laughs> you know what they should do or they should have done? It's just like heat the middle. Ooh, and then the cheese is the pot. Ooh, fancy. So smart. <laughs> fancy as hell. That's right. People can just swim in it. It's just like a pool. Dive into the cheese. A tiny child pool. Anyway, that's all. We hope you enjoyed the episode and that you enjoy the future one. I never know if people like these, like, listicle kind of things um, where it's, like, not one subject, but it's, like, a subject and then multiple thingy things. I mean, the popularity of sites like BuzzFeed says that people love listicles. It's true. Well, and people said that they liked our um, War Animals episodes. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah, I think it's okay. You know, I I was thinking about it for a long time, and I just had to once I heard that Jefferson got a cheese, too. Because mm-hmm. I was like, are they wrong? And then and I it looked was it up, a, and it was and like, it was no. a threat cheese. Separate cheese. And I was like, <laughs> I don't even understand and this. Anti-stop sleeping with your your property cheese. Okay, this today we're going to go the other way for Patreon. Hell yeah. Patreon. So we got thank you to Julia, Michael, Daniel, Natalia, Natalie, Sadie, Gami, Lorena, Josh, Ashley, Caitlin, and Kathleen. Kathleen. Thank you for your support. We love you. Appreciate. And because of your support, we have a new thing coming soon. Change the podcast forever. So uh, hope you like it because it's going to be forever. (laughs) Hopefully you like it or else (laughs) bye. Um, Anyway, thanks for listening. We love you. Bye. Hysterians rule. Everyone else. You're the best. Drool. I mean, I drool. It's okay if you drool. We we accept it. Your mouth gets dry. We accept you. Not good. Anyway, bye. Dry mouth. Dry mouth. Bye.